Start before you're ready. Stephen Pressfield. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. For this month, we are actually starting out the first of a three-part series series that we are going to do based on the pillars of storytelling. We are starting with my favorite, world building. And then next month in May, we're going to cover your cast or your characters. And then in June, we're going to cover plot. Those three, world building, characters, plot, are your three pillars of storytelling. And that will take us through to when we take our traditional summer break in July. This may come as a surprise if you're a first-time listener, but we love talking about world building. This is something that shows up in at least 50% of our episodes, including like the marketing episodes and these ones where it doesn't necessarily belong, but we love it. And it is so important, no matter what kind of story you're writing, you could be writing a story on the real world and you still need to do world building to introduce your readers to this place. Maybe they've never been to Portland before, so you need to give them an idea of what Portland is like. So much of this process, the building, the planning process, comes down to whether or not you're a pantser or a plotter, but we can give general tips on the prep work that you need to know before you begin the first chapter. This is a question that I see a lot of, especially first-time authors, ask, is what do I need to know about my world building before I start writing? And the answer is, you need to know less than you think you need to know. That includes you plotters out there. Trust me as a pantser. Whenever you are writing your story, that enthusiasm that comes with discovery is not to be discounted. Whatever energy you have toward your particular world that you've created should come across in the page. If you put all that energy in ahead of time, and then you leave no room for exploring and discovery as you write, then speaking as a plotter, it's very easy to lose enthusiasm for the world. Really, it never harms your world to explore it with your reader, with the process of telling the story. That doesn't mean don't keep track of the things you're creating as you're telling the story. You don't have to know what the exact river map is of your area. As your characters travel through, you might want them to have a river here. Put in the river there. Keep track of it because you don't want it to be desert later, but fill in those blank spaces as you write and you're going to have so much more fun writing it. And I think that is the important part. It is actually important to have blank spots in your world building before you begin. So you can begin your story with room to grow, with room to change, depending on what the story needs. If you're not sure what the exact landscape is going to be, if you're not sure what deities are out there that they're going to worship, what religion is like in your world, that's fine. If it matters to the story, it will come up and you can create it then. You can fill in those gaps when it matters to your story. But if it doesn't matter, you don't need to spend so much time before you write on something that is never going to impact the story in the end. 
Therefore, before you begin all of this world building that you're thinking through and trying to decide, we advise to keep it general. There is a coast and then ocean on the west side of the map. That's all we need to know. We don't need to know where the aqueducts are. We don't need to know where every little beach and cove and all of these things are. Keep it general because that gives you wiggle room when you're writing to make sure it fits the story. One suggestion for you to keep it general is pick a latitude on Earth and explore those climates. If you want that to be similar to where your world is, there you go. You have a starting point. That's what it's going to feel like at the 45th latitude on a coastline. There are a lot of different kinds of way the world looks around that 45th latitude. So you have variety within your world, but you also have consistency wherever that particular place is. Something that your readers can relate to, whether it's on Earth or anywhere else. Because there's probably going to be a boss of a criminal underground, maybe somewhere on that 45th latitude. But if they're not relevant to the story, then you don't need to put them in. You don't need to spend time building that idea. Keeping it general gives you room to explore the criminal underground if it comes up in your story. The other piece of main advice that we want to give for this is to let yourself discover the world along with your characters. Discover it along the way. This is something panzers are really good at. We write and we figure things out as we go. We may have a general idea of what we want one place to look like, but then you can discover. And in my experience, that makes my experience as the writer richer. It makes the writing richer and it makes the reader's experience richer. Okay, but I came to this episode and I started listening to this episode to learn what I need to know about world building before I begin. All you've said is what not to do. What do I need to know before I get started? Anything that is actually relevant. It starts out with knowing the relevant races or ethnicities or ancestries of the sentient peoples in your world. Something else to have an idea of, you can change this very early on, but going into your story, have an idea of the technology level. You don't need to develop every single piece of technology, but you can say, okay, they're in an industrial era. They are in swords and sorcery era. They are in a modern era. And again, that main climate where most of it is happening. So you as a storyteller can have a vibe for what's happening. Set up that playlist if you absolutely need to. These kinds of things to get you excited about the story and to give you, the author, a framework for your scene setting. So when you do hit the ground, you can hit it running. You should have an idea of the overarching culture. What motivates the people in the world? What kind of industries do they have? What kind of things are your characters going to encounter along their way? Because that is part of the culture, whether that is religion or technology or science. And then the last thing on this very short list of what you should know prior to stepping into and starting to write your world is what makes this world unique? If it's the criminal underground that uses the special currency in order to have deals with each other. This can happen on Earth, fine. But 
this is part of what makes this world unique and what keeps your reader's attention. Wherever your character's world is, when you're world building, understand what makes it unique. This is often where I, as an author, start a concept for a story, which is funny because world building is, of the three pillars, my weakest. But I have this concept for a story of, wouldn't it be cool to have a world where everything is either black or white? There's a dichotomy for everything that people encounter. And people choose a side for whatever it is. This is an interesting concept for a culture, for a world. Now, what do I do? How do I put a character in it? How do they explore it? Blah, blah, blah. That tends to be where I start is that unique element. So pin that down prior to starting. And I think you're going to have a much better time writing this story happily. Things that often fall within this category of the unique element is a unique climate, a unique magic system a different element of culture that we're not familiar with. It all just kind of depends on what you want the focus of your story to be and what you want your character to be exploring as they go through the world. Overall, the best advice that we can give you for what you need to know before you begin is just enough. That's it. You need to know just enough to start writing those words. Whatever that is for you personally, it is going to vary. I need to know a whole lot less before I start writing my first chapter than Lee does. And she constantly asks me, what are you planning with this? What are you planning with this? And I'm like, I don't know yet. (laughs) I'll get there when I get there. But those blank spots in your world building may feel like a failure as an author, but those are actually your key to success. Those things that help you make the story rich at a relevant time instead of info dumping, this is a huge tool in that tool set. Making sure that you can connect with the readers and they'll remember it happens because it's interesting in that moment. And I think that honestly is one of the dangers of knowing too much about your world before you start, especially as an inexperienced author. More experienced authors have the ability to discern what actually needs to go in, what doesn't need to go in, you know, that balance of the iceberg theory that we've talked about before. But an inexperienced author has a tendency to create this huge, wide, broad world with a bunch of details and then try to shoehorn every single piece of it into their story, whether or not it matters. So having those gaps, not knowing everything is actually better for your story in the end because you won't feel obligated to explain all of this rich depth history that you've created just because it exists. Don't postpone it. Your time is better spent writing your story, not having every facet of the world figured out, not having more written down than you know about this world that you live in. Spend your time wisely That means writing the story you came here to write. Understand your world, yes, but like Lee said, just enough to get you started. The long and short of it is stop overthinking it and write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 